wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. This episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. The Royals did exactly what I asked them to do, and they swept the Cincinnati Reds. They took care of business yet again yesterday behind the arm of Brad Keller. And that's where, to me, the game has to start and almost end, and that's with Brad Keller. Keller improves to 2-0 on the season, goes six innings, only giving up two hits, no runs, three walks, three strikeouts. And... First of all, this was impressive because of the first inning delay where you you have the leadoff hitter foul a ball off the uh, home plate umpire's thumb uh, and it started bleeding and gushing everywhere. I'm not sure exactly what happened to him. I'm assuming the ball took off his nail, but we don't know for sure. Uh, at least I don't know for sure. Uh, but Brad Keller goes out there and is stellar yet again. And he's been phenomenal this season. And this is not a pushover lineup by any means. I know... Uh, that some of them are not having the year that they want to have just yet. But uh, navigating through Shogo and through Nick Castellano and through Joey Votto and, and only giving up just a couple of hits and no runs, that's very impressive. And, and again, I know that this Reds lineup is not living up to what they should have, you know, what they should be. But how many times have we seen that and then the Royals or somebody's get-right game? And that did not happen with Brad Keller, and he did it against the Cubs lineup and the Reds lineup. And it's time to to wonder if he's going to be truly a part of this rotation when the team is winning again, because that's what this is all about. The Royals have done their job. The Royals have, have, no matter how they got here, they got to a record at which, at this point, they're still in contention. At this point, at 8-11, it's still possible they get to the postseason. They've done everything they can to put themselves in position to compete, just like they said since January they wanted to do. So credit to them for that. But but the bigger picture here for Kansas City is what can happen moving forward. Who can you take moving forward? What performances matter moving forward? And Brad Keller is 25 years old. And if, if he can pitch the way he's pitched his first two outings this year, if he can even give you what he, what he gave you in his career, uh, you know, a sub-4 ERA, and even knock that down a few pegs, it's not out of the real possibility that Brad Keller can be in this rotation, maybe even top three in this rotation, when the Royals want to compete again, alongside Brady Singer, Chris Bubich, Asa Lacey, Brad Keller. 
I think that, and I've been guilty of it too, I think that he gets overlooked a little bit when we move towards the future. We kind of talk as though Brad Keller is ancient. He's 25 years old. And I think that he has been probably one of the biggest bright spots on this team so far this year through two starts. And he's not a position player, so he only gets to do it every fifth day. And, of course, we know he started on the COVID list, so that also delayed his season a little bit. But he's been phenomenal. And I'm very interested in everyone's take on Brad Keller. So you can give me that on Twitter, at Rylan underscore Styles because – I don't think this notion, uh, there's been a small group of people on Twitter, especially within the media of Kansas City, uh, touting how good Brad Keller was and and saying uh, how people gave up on him. I don't think anyone gave up on Brad Keller. Now, you can say that that people never bought into Brad Keller in the sense that uh, they only viewed him as a good little pitcher for this losing period here. That's fine. Uh, But I don't think anyone gave up on Brad Keller. They just didn't expect him uh, or, or never valued him in the same vein you value these recent draft picks. And for a guy that was drafted by the Diamondbacks in the eighth round in 2013, he has shown that he can be worthy of a first-round pick, that he's a first-round talent, uh, and that he's somebody who can be a part of this rotation moving forward. Now, it's, it's only two good starts. He had some great moments last year as well. He hasn't put it all together just yet, but if he can get through this season pitching the way he will, I know he won't have a zero ERA for the entire season, uh, but but if he can get through this year, uh, there's a lot of positivity around Brad Keller, and that's just yet another arm you can add to the litany of arms you have in your farm system. Again, I, I said it on the Prospects show with our Prospects guy. You can go check out that show, Locked on Prospects. The Royals have so many arms that I think if you asked five Royals fans who their favorite pitching prospect was, you get five different answers. You'd have someone with a Daniel Lynch answer, a Jackson Kowar answer, Chris Bubich answer, Asa Lacey answer, Brady Singer answer. And no one really picks out Brad Keller. And I'm not saying Brad Keller will have the Cy Young potential that I think Brady Singer does, that I think that Asa Lacey does. But for a team that wants to be competitive, you need five good starters. And I think that at worst we've seen Brad Keller can be your number five on a winning ball club. I think at best he can be in your top three, your number three guy on a winning ball club, maybe number two guy on a winning ball club. That is a huge asset. Again, not because he'll bring home a Cy Young, but because it does take some pressure off of these first-round picks. It does give you some uh, security if these guys don't pan out. If Jackson Coart never turns into a starter, and maybe he's more of a bullpen guy, which I think he's a starter. I don't think he's a bullpen guy. But if that happens, you're not panicked. You, you've still got Brad Keller. He just provides a security blanket, and it's not just the two good starts this year. He did have some really good moments a year ago, outside of, of course, attacking uh, Tim Anderson for bat flipping. How about you don't give up home runs, and then he won't bat flip. But nonetheless, uh, he's only 25 years old, and I think that that's the most important part of all of this. Because, again, I've been guilty of it too. I think that we look at Brad Keller and don't see a young arm. But he's 25 years old. He has made 71 appearances in the big leagues. He's under club control. He's on a cheap contract. There's a lot to like about Brad Keller.
And again, the Royals have done everything they need to do this year to stay competitive. They got here in a funky way. No one expected them to get here via a six-game losing streak, losing a series to the Tigers and then sweeping the Twins, but they got here. This is what they needed to do to stay competitive. But the bigger picture is about building blocks moving forward. Brad Keller is one of those guys. I think he's going to be one of those guys the next time this team is in the playoffs, the next time this team is winning a championship, Brad Keller will be there. If this timeline goes correctly, of course. After the break, we're going to talk more about this game over the Reds. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at rockauto.com. rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right. 20 years ago, you did not know how to work the internet properly. Everything was going haywire once you got a call on your landline. You might be still using a rotary phone 20 years ago. But you could have been buying auto parts online at rockauto.com. My favorite part about rockauto.com is just that, the website. The website, to me, is impeccable because I know less than nothing about cars. And if I were to go buy a car part on my own, I wouldn't know how to tell if it would actually work in my vehicle. But rockauto.com allows me to put my make my model, my year into the website, and they'll only show me parts that will for sure work in my vehicle. That way I do not waste any money. Speaking of wasting money, it's a big waste of money to go to chain auto parts stores because when you go there, they're going to likely order you a part online and then upcharge you for that part. Skip the upcharge, go to rockout.com, tell them Locked On sent you and the how did you hear about us box and they'll know what to do from there. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I do also want to tell you, about our good friends over at CBDMD. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete or a stay-at-home parent, or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends over at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joint pains in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or a shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recovery combines CBD with inflammation-finding compounds like arsena and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo and everything else at CBDMD, they're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout for 25% off your superior purchase of CBD oil products from CBDMD.com. So on the mound, it was not too kind to Ian Kennedy as much as it was to Brad Keller. Ian Kennedy cannot even record an out in this game, gives up two hits, walks a runner, gives up three runs, back-to-back home runs. Scott Barlow comes in, gives up gives up another home run. Uh, his line was one inning, one hit, one run with two strikeouts. And then Josh Stomont gets in there. With one inning pitched, he gets gives up one walk in a base on balls, but then got three straight strikeouts, all with that curveball. Josh Stomont has been electric. He's been the most fun player to watch on this roster, and that's that's coming uh, from a guy out of your bullpen. That is impressive that you can have that much watchability when you're usually only going one inning. He is fun to watch, and he's going to be a part of that back end for a long time. And then Josh Rosenthal, uh, not Josh Rosenthal, Trevor Rosenthal gets in. I don't know who Josh Rosenthal is. Trevor Rosenthal gets into some trouble, walks three guys, and then gets out of it. 
cleanly thanks to a double play that was sparked by Michael Franco, who everyone trashes defensively, even myself, but good for Michael Franco to get that double play turned. Christian Cologne tried to be a hero, couldn't do it. But the big issue here, as much as the Brad Keller story was amazing, uh, just as bad is Ian Kennedy. Ian Kennedy has not had the year he had last year. You've got two more weeks before the trade deadline. Not only are the Royals still in contention, but Ian Kennedy hasn't been good. He hasn't been effective. He hasn't been worth anything. I I don't know. Uh, Now, there are a lot of bad bullpens out there. Look at Houston. Look at Chicago. There are a ton of bad bullpens that would take a flyer in Ian Kennedy, but you're not going to return anything for him with how bad he's playing. You're not going to return anything of substance for him with how bad he's playing. So that's a big story for Kansas City. Uh, Now, he was never going to... He was never going to net back a a blue-chip prospect, a a top-of-the-line prospect. But uh, the caliber of player you're getting back is going down and down and down the more he pitches and the further away he gets from that 2019 season. And at the plate, I I really like the lineup that Mike Matheny put out there. I love the fact that he wasn't afraid to put Ryan McBroom out there in left field, take out Alex Gordon, who's hitting 175 and is just atrocious at the plate understand all he did in Kansas City, but that is a winning move. And for an organization, for a manager who's talked all about wanting to win, I can give him this. I can give Mike Nathaniel this. He's done, he's put his money where his mouth is. He's done things that that are winning moves, such as benching a franchise player like Alex Gordon in favor of of a hot hand in Ryan McBroom. McBroom gets taken out late due to a defensive replacement for Brett Phillips, and then Brett Phillips gets pinched hit for with Alex Gordon, uh, who gets his one plate appearances and does nothing with it, strikes out, of course. And the rest of the lineup really wasn't all that spectacular. You only got five hits in this game. Uh, Whit Merrifield is fine. Soler strikes out three times. Perez stays red hot, going three for five with a home run. Perez was awesome in this game. He's been on a tear to start this season. And you wonder in a 60-game stretch if if that second half, which always kills his average and always kills his momentum at the plate, uh, his, his second half numbers really drag down a good first half for Perez, you wonder if in a 60-game season if that's going to happen or if he can just stay this hot all year long. Nicky Lopez goes one for two at the plate, including two walks and a strikeout. Nicky Lopez is playing very well right now. Very good baseball from Nicky Lopez. The lineup was fine. They got to Wade Miley early, and Ryan O'Hearn has to be the most unlucky hitter in all of baseball. He goes 0 for 3 at the plate last night, does have the RBI sack fly on a on a uh, should have been grand slam. I mean, he missed a grand slam by that much. Uh, Ryan O'Hearn is so unlucky at the plate, uh, but it's good. I mean, his his numbers are not are not that of a of a great hitter, although he's batting 279 with a uh, OPS of 729. But still, he's he's having a much better season than even the numbers indicate because of that tough luck he's getting. I mean, that's two straight games where he barely misses a home run, barely misses a grand slam, barely misses having a multi-RBI at bat. Instead, he only gets one. You got the Wade Miley early, early, and I really like what this Royals team was able to do against the Reds. They got the split. They have an off day today, and then they start an important series on Friday with the Minnesota Twins, which we're going to preview tomorrow. So be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Lockdown Royals.